0: Good morning.
1: (laughs) Good afternoon in in Georgia.
0: Yeah, it's morning for me here. Time zone's crazy.
1: I know it. I know it. We're used to it by now. How you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I've been waking up earlier, which is nice. It's getting easier to wake up earlier. Kind of. I always wake up in a panic. I've been doing this thing where I... I set an alarm on my like Google Home or whatever, and then I also set alarms on my phone. So I have to like get my phone in order to stop it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like the point where I wake up and immediately I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, I have to speak to the Google Home to get it to stop. Or I have to get up and go grab my phone and get back in bed <laughs> in like ten seconds. And it's, it's so, a lot. So
1: that's the panic? The panic is all about the Google Home?
0: No, it's about both. Okay. Because I still have to grab my phone to stop that alarm. And then it's just a lot. But it's not,
1: and- like, it's not like I have something to do or I, I don't know where I am or, you know, that kind of panic.
0: Sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it happens. It happens.
1: I know what, I know what that's like. I, I sometimes wake up wondering uh, what hotel room, like what city I'm in um, <laughs> when I'm at home that happens occasionally. Mm. I'm usually pretty good though. And I usually wake up and then just jump into kind of like movement mode and get rolling and then figure it out as I go. But I noticed
0: that you know. when I yeah, when I go home to Georgia, um and I wake up, I kind of expect to be here, and then when I come back here and wake up, I expect to be there. Yeah. And it's all it, and now I'm moving, so pfft, Let's let's throw let's throw another Another thing into there. Oh, I have so much to tell you about moving, but before we get into that, should we roll the intro music?
1: Let's get started. Roll that intro music.
0: Mags and Dads, wholesome chaos. Mags and Dads, wholesome chaos. I feel like introductions, (laughs) I mean, it's called Mags and Dads Wholesome Chaos Podcast. Yes. Yes. So I feel like using, you're, using some inference skills here.
1: They mostly, can figure it out.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But if not, if, if it's a slower day, if you woke up in a panic today, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Maggie. Some would call me Maggie. Also Mags. Known as Mags. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and I'm Dad. Some would call me Dan. And also with us is Shay, Maggie's mom, who is here in the studio as well. And we're here to just... Have some fun. Talk about what's going on in our lives. Try to help each other out and help you out as well with your life along the journey. We've got some great questions to incorporate in the podcast and some real time fun. Like, what's going on in your world, Maggie? Fill me yes, in.
0: Yesterday was a lot, Dad. Yesterday was so much. I fun.
1: It was so much fun, or just so much. much? <laughs> it was
0: a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but our call time for I, I did a music video for a friend a bunch of our friends we all did it for him um and you say who time, it was
1: or you don't i'd
0: rather not at the moment okay that's fine. um just just because i don't know exactly when the release is um use your imagination use your imagination it's a it's a really fun idea but um Basically, the call time originally was 8.30 in the morning. And all of us were like, oh, that sounds so fun. Thankfully, it was kind of close to me, the location where we were filming. Um, But call time got changed to 10. So naturally, it was like, great, we can sleep in. No. Instead, I'm going to wake up early, go grab coffee with Jenna and Alyssa, and then we're going to go get our keys. And also what we're going to do is on Monday I took my first ever trip to IKEA. I did oh not Oh my goodness. I didn't even go in. It was a pickup order and I was still so confused and for some <laughs> reason upset at the whole situation. <laughs> and <laughs> and um a lady helped me put the whole headboard. I was not a headboard. Uh, it was a bed frame into my car. And it was so ridiculously heavy. So at this point on Tuesday, it's like 9 a.m. And I had to get this headboard out of my car because (laughs) when I was driving home, every time I would make a turn, the headboard would slide and hit me in the head so hard. I was like, actually, I was like, I could totally pass out from this. Like if if I turned hard enough. It is
1: a headboard. you know, oh yeah, so. yeah.
0: Well, bed frame. That it was, was my. Was performing bed. as um, designed apparently. <laughs> but we decided to carry it up this morning since we just got our keys. Um, we weren't going to put it together or anything because it's all unassembled. But we thought we'll just we'll get it up there. After that, Alyssa and I went to set for the next like ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> And it was it was really, really fun, but really, really a lot. Um, the nice thing was practically everyone on set we knew and were friends with. So it's kind of like hanging out with friends all day, but also kind of like working. We we all had these really elaborate backstories that nobody asked us to come up with. <laughs>
2: <laughs> of Absolutely
0: no one. But we had a lot of fun with that. Um and then afterwards. You're probably thinking, oh my gosh, Maggie, you must have been exhausted. You went home and slept, didn't you? No. No. (laughs) Me and three of my friends went back to my new place and decided to try and assemble this IKEA headboard. Bedford. Yeah, there
1: is some assembly required on most IKEA purchases. Yeah. I want to get back to IKEA. Before you get into your assembly... And I want to know more about why the pickup experience was weird. Because in general, Ikea is an experience. I remember Eddie and I stopped at an Ikea on the way up to North Carolina when he was going to High Point. We did some shopping, and I'd never been. And my goodness, Maggie, if you've never been to the inside of an Ikea, <laughs> it is a destination experience. You yeah. could spend all day there going through this maze of, of different items. That are, and it's literally a maze. They, they, they funnel you in, and you get to go through the entire experience there's food, there's activities, there's, there's, I don't even know. It's like crazy. <laughs> Blows your yep, mind.
0: Yeah, that's what I've heard. That mm-hmm. I've, I've, and that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to go in. It was just <laughs> getting to the pickup was tricky. I went through like four parking lots that were all Ikea.
1: Was it crowded? Were the there a lot of people in front of you?
0: No, it wasn't bad. Um, okay. It was just, I was also, I was on my way to pickleball, so I was a little stressed about time. <laughs> like I need to get this and go. I got places to be.
1: Understood, um, understood. But
0: yeah, so Back after after eight or ten hours on set, we decide okay, put we're together gonna go the,
1: head, the headboard try and bed frame put it.
0: this together. It was three actors and a chef try to build a bed frame.
2: <laughs> well, you don't want too many chefs in the kitchen, so it's good you only had one. How'd it go? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or in the bedroom? Ah, uh,
0: we we haven't finished it. We haven't finished it at the moment. The plan is to finish it today. I got yelled at a lot. Apparently, I don't know how to do things super well. I'm making, I'm making a TikTok of it. That's going to be really funny. I want to kind of document my whole movie experience and decorating my place and everything. But man, it's tricky. Did you have instructions? It does have instructions, but it's all pictures. Right. And everything mm. kind of looks the same. And, <laughs> and and we were also so sleep deprived and so hungry. We had yep. to do a food break. Oh man. Tough well, times.
1: It'll be amazing. Do you get a sense already that you're gonna really like this new apartment?
0: Um, it doesn't feel like home yet. Well you only get like a headboard so far, so
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And and just like walking through the building, I feel kind of like imposter syndrome a little bit. Mm. Like I don't belong there. Mm. Um, apartments in general in LA tend to feel kind of like hotels is what I've been told. And I definitely get that vibe. And I'm sure that's going to change. And I'm going to feel like more like at home. But it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot
1: to move. But you don't have to move everything all at once. You've got some time, and you and Jenna. uh, So Jenna's Maggie's roommate, and they're going to be really doing this at their own pace, kind of. But Or is she moving in right away all at once?
0: Well, she doesn't live here yet, but she is moving in a lot.
1: Well, I can help you. I can fly out there and help you in early June, Mm. which which I'm actually planning to do June Mm -hmm. 3rd. So I will be there, and, and we can... Make the most of it and make it feel a little more homey. Does that sound good?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I decided it was a really weird split decision when all my friends and I walked in, I went, This is a no shoes household. Oh I just I just <laughs> had a I really,
2: really good idea because like sometimes <laughs> I on trips you end up walking in places that you want to throw your shoes away after. And to think that, yeah, you'd be walking through your house in, in shoes that shouldn't be in a home. It's a good idea, I think.
1: It's just a good general rule. I yeah, agree. And if you're mm-hmm. starting a new house, a new, new um, experience, you're like, yeah, from the beginning. We'll see how long it lasts.
2: Yeah, we've done that several times over the years when we get the carpets washed, <laughs> shampooed, mm-hmm. and then we're like, no shoes on the carpets. And then eventually the we forget. The dogs don't know what
1: to do because they don't wear shoes, but yeah. they have the you know they walk in with their feet. <laughs> So they're like, what yeah. do I do? They wipe, they wipe them. They go, socks on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, speaking of houses, the mountain house in North Carolina is under contract.
0: <gasps> so exciting. Yes.
1: And so that's fingers crossed that that goes through, but got a pretty good contract pretty quickly. And so this is a sad moment. Like, you know, you're talking about change and moving on and new experiences and things you get used to. Um, I was thinking about this a lot because, obviously, we've had this house pretty much your whole life. And, um, you know, it it is such a blessing to have the house that we live in and then have this other place, which mom and I were looking for early in our marriage. We're like, if only we could have this little mountain getaway and we found this amazing house on top of a mountain that is really cool and special and then we have all these kids memories there we were cleaning out the the closet from under the stairs like your little harry potter under the stairs closet where all of your toys and eddie's toys have were accumulated from your childhood and it's just it's just sad to move on Uh, but it's also super just super necessary and important like it's i feel like what we do is we create a space that we love. We create a space, you know, we make things better just by being where we want to be. And we've had that experience in certain houses and now we have a new experience or a new opportunity uh, in other ways too. And so you're going to love that experience. Plus now it'll feel like this is truly your own place. Don't you think?
0: Yeah, I am excited. I am sad about the mountain house. Uh, Can we ever go to it again? Yes, if you get when home soon, yeah. When you come home, because yeah, we, it's we're not closing in- till the end of June. Okay, okay. Let's do one last one last hurrah. Yeah, we'll go up and go to the factory. <laughs> and depending and do bumper on cars jury duty, and go bowling because nobody. Oh wait, yeah, i have jury duty.
1: <laughs> so yeah, so Maggie's coming home for her birthday and for jury duty. It's That's like right. happy birthday. Yeah, so that that'll be a fun experience. Jury duty. Yeah. yeah. Well, if I you- did
0: decide. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to explain what jury duty is for those who don't know, but go ahead. You did decide. I think
0: people know. Everyone everyone knows because every single video on the For You page is the
1: Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Heard
0: trial. So, yeah. what if you I'm got sucked into so a case like over that? It. I just want to open my phone and hey, it'd no, be please. like. A, a little comedy video. I'm so over being in a courtroom every time I open my phone.
1: <laughs> I know. I saw that today. Like Kate Moss had had a testimony. I'm like, Kate Moss is making a, a, a cameo in the, at the Amber Heard trial. How about that? No, but um, yeah. The interesting thing is that Stephanie Craig, Stephanie, who mm-hmm. was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago recently had jury duty and she got kind of into a trial that was similar in some ways, obviously not as high profile, but it was a domestic abuse situation (laughs)
2: that she couldn't tell us about. So we will talk about about it,
1: but uh, why
2: are you bringing it up on the podcast? She's not allowed to talk about that.
1: Details or things like that that are specific. Yeah.
2: And Lita, one of my best friends got jury duty on her birthday, but she didn't get called. She just had to take off work for, for several days and miss, you know, work and then didn't get called so it's it's an interesting part of our privilege of being an American let me guess what you were going to say though
1: you're going to say I've decided that I'm going to go in there with an open mind and if they put me out of trial I'm going to fully engage the experience and I'm going to do the best I can to do my civic duty to contribute to the justice system
0: no I've decided I'm (laughs) going to wear a GoPro and live stream the whole thing
1: oh okay never mind
0: yeah, No, no, I, I've decided that I am doing a little friend's get-together here, but I'm going to keep it really small. And I've decided we are, in fact, doing stand-up.
1: Oh, good. The stand-up <laughs> birthday said, party they is can't, happening.
0: They can't make me feel bad about it. We're going to do it. I started writing my birthday stand-up set yesterday on set. And I like it. I think it's going to be really fun.
1: That's <laughs> all, great.
0: Honestly, I'll... When we're done with this podcast, I'll do my set for you guys, so you can give me some notes. Cause that was my oh, actually, <laughs> 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 no, I could I can, I could do it for y'all.
1: <laughs> we can compartmentalize and and decide if it's really funny. Yeah, yeah, Sounds it's all about good. the audience, and we we can also kind of factor in this is for your friends and for your audience. So yeah, all good. Don't worry about it.
0: It's going to yeah. be so fun. But I got other friends. Like I was talking to a few other friends on set too and so they started writing their stand up and they would like read every line. And I was like, "Guys, we can't. We can't share yet. Then it's not <laughs> going to be funny."
1: Yeah, exactly. So, are you back to jury duty? Are you looking forward to jury duty and that experience because you've never done it before?
0: I'm yes and no. I feel like it's one of those things like when I when I was pre-long college, I was so excited about the fact that one of our big projects was going into a courtroom and observing a public hearing and kind of, kind of just like diving into that. I was, I was like, "That's going to be so cool!" And then it wasn't.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: so boring. It, it really it takes wasn't.
1: A long time. Have you ever yeah. been to a jury, Shelia?
2: No, but I've been to. I've been called for jury duty, but i've have been to public uh um what do you call them hearings yeah yay yeah, oh yeah, like gosh. public towns so boring I've been to like a that. few, yeah,
1: that's why I could never be in politics. I just could don't have the patience for for all of that and then like how long it takes and then still nothing happens.
2: i did go to to uh um what do you call that traffic court once and twice actually, and it was pretty entertaining because the uh judge just had a ball trying to pronounce names and he just he was trying his best and he was so funny that it was a very entertaining um <laughs> afternoon or morning and then he just missed my ticket which I was
1: I had a, I was a happy about. In I wasn't expecting too. I was
2: like, hey, if he said I, I didn't come to a complete stop before I turned right, then I'm sure I didn't, but I um I knew he was behind me. I certainly wasn't <laughs> intentionally, you know, turning right before stopping, but he threw the ticket out, so.
1: You're irresistible, honey.
2: No, I, I got the second one stuck.
1: The second <laughs> one was bogus, but
2: we won't go there. The second one was totally bogus.
1: Yeah, no, I think you'll dig it. I think you'll enjoy it. I've always approached jury duty from the standpoint that I didn't want to get on a jury, which is not the right mindset. I mean, you really should show up with that idea of doing your part. This is actually a responsibility and a huge honor, and you could like play a pivotal role in how justice is decided, you know, it, it, for someone, someone's life, someone that really matters. So that deserves like your full attention. I the know. The problem is when you're, when you're a business owner and you have commitments and, and travel schedules and dates on the calendar, it, it's like, holy cow, I can't get on a jury because I'm flying out Wednesday to go do a speech and I know I can't get out of that. You know, so that's the mindset. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. I'm also, I'm also just not a very definite person. Um, oh that's true about about (laughs) most things uh so when it comes down to deciding if someone's guilty or not I feel like I'm never gonna be a hundred percent certain but like there's a lot at stake here and so I I I yeah I'm nervous for that bit
1: (laughs) That's where the judge's instructions, though, come in really important because they give you very specific guidelines and recommendations, and you have to reach a certain standard of proof that for it to merit one decision or the other. Um, I could see you doing well. I could see you becoming your jury foreman, which is like the leader of the whole no, group. Yeah.
0: I know what that is because I watched New Girl.
1: <laughs> Plus, you know, this would be a good test to see if that legal career that you have in your... Future is something in, you'd, in
0: my back pocket. In your the, back pocket, my, yeah. The,
1: the my legal, side job
0: is a lawyer.
1: <laughs> your side education as a lawyer, which you haven't done yet, but mm. could be. Never know.
0: That's so funny. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's not an easy day job. I guess so. <laughs> to have while while auditioning. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well, it's uh. I've been reminded of your early aspirations and career choices every single time I get in my car lately in either my car or the van, you know how your phone sometimes just like starts playing through your system and it picks these random songs from your playlist or music that you've downloaded once upon a time, Um, usually in alphabetical order. And so, Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. um, (laughs) I've been just, serenaded by these random selections from 13 the musical <gasps> every time oh, that's not what i thought it was <laughs> i get in the car oh yeah Aww. everything charlotte says is a lie oh my god everything
0: charlotte says is a lie you better believe it
1: and and <laughs> hey kendra
2: yeah oh, oh my gosh that's that's my photos just popped uh, pictures from 13 when you were in that yeah, like last week I what's that show? going on Am
1: i, I remember when i downloaded now? those songs it was like right after you got cast
0: Wow. We listened to oh my gosh. together, the whole album. And I, I couldn't sing the part super-duper well. Like, oh, my gosh, if you let me at it now, I'd demolish that play as, For a, sure. as well, a 13-year-old. At that
2: age, you, you did a, a really good job. You weren't. Thanks. Yeah, you, I, you did very well.
0: I love that show. I had my first kiss in that show. I kissed a boy on stage. That was so funny because yeah. they actually cut the song in which we were supposed to kiss. So we were like, oh, we don't have to kiss. Uh-oh. And then we were all rehearsing one day. It was like all the leads, and the show was double cast. So there was probably like 16 of us. Um, and we were in one of the rehearsal rooms. And this wasn't a school thing. This was a out-of-school production company. And so <laughs> we were rehearsing one of the different songs. That's just a duet between... If you know 13, the musical, it's a duet between Patrice and Evan. Um, Crap, I don't actually remember the name of it. But somebody said, I think it went like this, where somebody was like, what if they kissed right here? I don't know why I just said Mm. here like that. (laughs) (laughs) What if they kissed like right here at the end of the song? And wonderful, wonderful Lynn Stallings was like, that's a great idea. And so Mm. sure enough, in front of 16 people- (laughs) <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm pretty sure, because C- Cannon and I had liked each other at that point. I think we might have, like, dated as 12-year-old's date at that point, yeah. which is like, we'd, we'd go do something you with his parents. I don't
1: mutual attraction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like
0: but that. I don't think we were romantic at this point.
1: Mm-mm.
2: No, you weren't. Um, you, you had never and then, had a kiss. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but we were also, like, 12, so kissing right. wasn't high on the agenda in 12-year-old <laughs> romances. Um, but, yeah, and Ella was the one who was also Patrice in the other cast, and we were like, oh, crap. And everyone else was still in the room. Like, <laughs> or no, maybe maybe uh, Lynn made them leave and it was just us four, but, yeah, that was... That was a lot. And now when I look back at it, like when I watch the recording from it, that kiss is so short.
1: (laughs) But it seemed like forever.
0: It was literally, it's just a little peck. Yeah. And in my head I I was like, Oh my gosh, we're making out on stage.
2: Yeah. And I had moms (laughs) send me that photo, like, oh, here's a picture of you your daughter kissing another actor. Like Thank you. Oh my gosh! I think yeah, you need to part, read that now because I don't think Maggie wants uh, anybody else to see it.
1: <laughs> oh, it didn't bother me. I like the kid. He was a good guy.
2: Yeah. It I was remember a great um, show.
1: the funny part was years later when we did one of our early push in the pool videos. One of your uh, questions to me was, "Who's the first boy I kissed?" And I said, "The one you count." And then mm-hmm. Cannon replied in the comments, "POV when you're the one that that doesn't count."
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh my gosh, Cannon's great. I now think Ken is that. getting back into acting, too. Oh, good. He, yeah, he was he's a J talented actor. little kid. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super great. Yeah, uh-huh. he was. <laughs> that was a blast from the past. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I forget. Like, I I was in a theater company for, like, three years. At least, yeah. Is that right?
1: Are you going to join yeah. an improv company now?
0: Yeah, there's a wait list.
1: Okay, yeah, we talked about that a little bit last week, but you've since been to another show, correct? Yeah.
0: Tell me about that. Their, it was their short form improv, which apparently is like what they're really well known for. Um, I actually liked the long form that we had seen the week before a lot better, but short form, um, they had a lady direct, uh, and they had Mindy Sterling directing, um, mm. which was really funny because she walked out and I kind of looked at my friends and I was like, how do we know her? And she was on iCarly. <laughs> she was wow. like the principal on iCarly. We're like, that's how. And then we looked her up and she's apparently, she was on the Goldbergs. And so we sent it to our friend who's on the Goldbergs and we're like, do you, who couldn't come that night, wow. <laughs> who was supposed to come that night but couldn't. We're like, do you know her? And he was like, Yeah. Just on the Goldbergs. So it was fun. Very um, cool. But yeah, yeah, I talked to some people in my acting class too and they were all, I asked them like if they had done groundlings and they were like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing it again just for fun. I was like, oh, so it's Did they fun. give you an,
1: any indication of how long the wait list is?
0: No. So what it is, is classes are sold out and you can join the wait list or you can just get a class later, later on.
1: So you'll be like on the line, you'll get first exposure to the new classes as they come out?
0: No, I don't think so. I think it's like a first come, first serve type of thing.
1: Okay. Well, um, yeah, I think it's worth pursuing for sure. Yeah. Since we last did a podcast, I've had speeches in both Boston and Dallas. Two great experiences, great trips all the way around. Shot one of my weekly videos in Boston, which is a very full, compact experience. Um and the thing that I was reminded of was that even though the sun comes up pretty early here now in Atlanta on the East Coast, it's like 620, it's actually an hour earlier in Boston because it's so far east that it's like five 515 or 519 or something like that. And so I was up silly early to go out to the beach or the out to the water or the wharf and to record my weekly video, which went awesome. I think that's gonna come out next Tuesday. Yeah. And it's gonna be a really good one. Cool. Um, and then I went to Eddie's apartment just to check on the apartment and the situation where his he still has an apartment there, even though he's in California.
0: Um, yeah. Eddie's my brother. And Eddie Eddie, is, Eddie used to live in Boston.
1: Yeah, Eddie also is you know edits the audio on the podcast and lines everything up, and Mom finishes editing the video for YouTube, but he's certainly a part of everything we do here every week um yeah, and it was it was bittersweet because it was like, oh wow, I remember moving Eddie in, um and I didn't really know what to do there other than check on the elevator. They're finally getting the elevator fixed in this really old <laughs> building so we can yeah. eventually move him out um the But what I did get out of the apartment was toothpaste because i I recognized. I didn't bring toothpaste to Boston. And so I re- realized that when I got up that morning to go shoot my video. I was like, I don't have toothpaste. So I, I got some toothpaste from Eddie's apartment and brought it home. That's the nice. one thing I brought home from his apartment.
0: Nice. I'm sure yeah. he appreciated that.
1: Well, I know I did. And I know everybody <laughs> who met me that day appreciated the fact exactly. that I brushed my teeth. So yeah. that is definitely a good thing. So Maggie, we have a couple great questions this week. The first comes in from Ari who asks a question specifically to you. Hey there, Maggie. Hoping you and the family are doing well, both mentally and physically, including the doggies. So sweet to think about the whole family. (laughs) If you have some free time, do you think it's possible for you to teach us how to crochet? Oh my gosh. I really do want to learn for for some time now, and I've even ordered my needles and hooks online, just waiting for them to come. She's been following (laughs) us since the start of our TikTok journey. And wants you to be her crochet teacher.
0: Well, this is really funny because I can probably share this. Yesterday on set, I brought my crocheting stuff because mm. I was, you know, I knew it was going to be a set up on set for a long time. And it's a really nice thing to have to do because you can talk to people while you do it. And, you know, and some of the, some of the, I forget exactly who it was. But someone came back and they saw me doing it. And they were like, that's perfect put it in the video and so in this video you're gonna see me crocheting this exact hat
1: wow Um, we can auction that hat off to the highest bidder oh
0: no it's actually it's for this is coincidentally the hat that's for the person whose music video it is wow (laughs) which i was making it before for bieber yep yeah For, for bieber um I highly recommend that you look on YouTube because it's going to be a lot easier to see. But you you grab the yarn. This is how you do well, a maybe, double. I'm doing doubles right now.
1: Yeah, so maybe maybe a TikTok series would be more effective than a podcast for teaching crochet. <laughs>
0: I'm just answering a question, Dad. You you okay, can take notes. Do your as best.
1: Well. Imagine people only listening via the audio. How would you describe? Oh my this?
0: gosh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna suck. <laughs> you grab the yarn with okay. the hook. Okay. I'm you go you. through the stitch, then you g- grab the yarn and go through one, go through two, and then <laughs> she- you grab again and go through both.
1: It makes perfect now sense. Now you're a pro.
0: Then. Yeah. Go, go watch YouTube. Go <laughs> <Yeah>. watch YouTube. Yeah. I No way. I think no a, way, no I think way a would TikTok series
1: of crocheting would be really good. As
2: you're jumping in the pool. Yeah. Go for it, Dad. (laughs) Oh, no,
1: no, no. I mean, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Okay. Here's another one. This is a more uh, involved question. But Hi, Mags and Dan... My name is Tanner and I live in Toronto. I graduated from college mid pandemic and I recently took a trip to British Columbia and fell in love with the province. It's such a beautiful place and I think I want to move there at some point in the future but the only thing holding me here in Ontario are my parents and little sister. As a family-run podcast, I wanted your opinion on what you think I should do. My family means the world to me, and it's hard to picture raising a family of my own with my kids having grandparents that live across the country. But on the other hand, I don't want my parents to feel like they have to pick between following me to British Columbia and staying here with their parents. What do you think I should do? P.S. Love the podcast and the relationships and perspectives you guys have as a family. Tanner, who started the list, uh, Hear Us via the TikTok push in the pool videos. Aww. That's hard. It's, well, yeah, it's it, very
0: hard. It, it's I the, think about the, it the all the time. It's the biggest
1: question of life, right? It's like, where do you go and mm-hmm. how do you hedge your priorities?
2: It's <laughs> the biggest question of life. It's it is... the
0: biggest
1: question of life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not the biggest, but not like, why are we here?
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Like, what's my purpose? (laughs) And Mags and Dan, why are we here? (laughs) Well, Tanner, let me tell you.
0: (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's definitely something I think we have, we deal with every day, because we live on opposite sides of the country. Um, And I, for sure, I feel a little guilty about it sometimes. But I also know that you guys want this for me. Like, I think that you guys want me to have this experience. And we talk every single day, which helps so much. Helps so, so much. Um, I don't know. What's what's y'all's perspective from that?
2: We struggled with what Tanner is saying in that we were trying to decide, should we move across the country to be closer to our kids even though our kids are seven hours apart they're in the same state at this point Um, but then that would be moving away from Dan's parents and sisters um, who one lives here and the other lives uh, closer now because she just moved into South Carolina just a few hours away so we've struggled with should we move that way and I think the answer um, I think we've come to the decision that the answer is no for us because it may be that ultimately your kids come back this to where they once lived that ultimately they will settle here and raise their families here and we want to be with you know Dan's parents as long as we can with um, his sisters being able to have more time with them now that we're you know they're well, Wendy's Wendy and Jim are retired, so but we fortunately we get to talk to you guys like you said every day, but also interact with you for our work and your work, and so while the distance is there and the time zones are kind of a pain. Um, I don't feel like you're that far away. And, and you come this way, we go that way a lot. So we have that that added bonus that I think a lot of traditional jobs wouldn't afford. So, But I think if you want to go do that, do it early, Tanner. Yeah. British mm-hmm. Columbia is gorgeous. Gorgeous. And we just got back Yeah, I love it. And... It's not necessarily a forever. It may be for a season. It may be for a while.
1: Here's what I think you should do. Move to British Columbia and start a podcast with your parents so that you talk (laughs) with them every week. And make sure that one of them is going to edit it and, you know, maybe get a sibling involved or two. And then, you know, you're good to go. Bob's your uncle, as they say. Um, But the, no, honestly, like, to me, the most exciting part of your question is the clarity that you found a place you love. You found a place that speaks to you, that's calling you, that's pulling you. And in life, that's what parents want for their kids. Yes. They want their kids to find something that drives them and moves them in a, in a meaningful way so that you're not just ambling through life or feeling a sense of meaninglessness, but you actually have a deep sense of meaning and purpose and adventure and exploring. And so, I know your parents will f- support that. I don't know them personally, but I would suspect that they would support that. I know that I would, and I would say like don't worry about how this impacts them in the short run. Um understand this is the the time for you. Like Shay said, to claim your adventure and your journey of life and to choose your own adventure. And if that's this for a time, find a job there, see where it takes you, see who you meet along the way. You may end up spending a long time there. You may be not. It may take you elsewhere. You just don't know. Um, but you can't be limited to one particular place um, because of one decision. It's amazing. When I think about like, why I live where I live now, my family moved from Chicago to Georgia in 1984. I was in high school, and we—I moved, I transferred into a, a particular high school that's um, in Gwinnett County. I'll just say that. So the—I uh, finished high school there. I went to, to Georgia, and my life went on and on and on. Here I am, so many years later, 35 years later. I'm living nearly in the same place, like yeah. my house is less than a mile and a half from that high school that I first transferred into, um, which is crazy to me. Um, now, that I, I'm a creature of habit, for sure. But it's just because of those incidental decisions. And part of me wishes I'd made more adventurous choices in my life in terms of places I could live. Um, but life adventure has come to me in other ways that have been really meaningful in terms of my job and occupation and travel as far as that goes. Um, But yeah, seize the moment. Go for it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, when we started dating, I coincidentally had already bought a condo in Gwinnett County. So I think had I lived somewhere else, well, we might not have met, but we met through entertainment when I had you shot in my murder mystery several times. But um, yeah, if I had lived in Cobb at that time where I used to live. Maybe we would still be there, but I don't think so because several times over the years, we've thought about moving to other states and moving to other parts of Georgia, moving to, to closer to the airport because Dan's always flying out, but we've always chose to stay closer to his family and yeah, that's what we want. That's what we love. And I think either our kids will come back this way or we'll go out there uh, yeah. you know, and get an apartment in the same building as Maggie. Who knows? <laughs> Honestly,
0: that'd be so fun. Y'all can get the penthouse. No.
1: <laughs> I have I have two friends, um, or I have a friend in the speaking business who he and his wife for many many years had this routine that they would live in a different country every single year. They'd scale down their life to this kind of like um, you know modest kind of number of things. They did. They were they were well off because of their choices and investments and things like that but it would alternate. One year, one of them would pick the city and country and the other one would pick the, the house or apartment that they would rent, and then the next year they'd flip and the other person would pick the city and country and the other one, you know. So it was exciting and, and certainly a vicarious adventure for us to experience through their choices. Where are you living these yeah. days? Um, more, end of the story, they're actually divorced now, but it's. <laughs> oh no. But. <laughs> but <laughs>
2: Well, they they didn't they they spent two years in one place and said, oh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, enough was, of this. Oh my enough gosh. of this." No, I didn't know that, but I did I did remember hearing that story, but I What was I the I point lo-
0: of the story? It's just
1: there's there's a lot of different Lit- ways to <laughs> live your you life live. and and adventure is like where you are and what you want to make of it. I I do want to <laughs> live some other places.
2: I'm dying to live in Europe again. Every time I literally get sucked into shows, even if they're bad. I made you guys watch a really bad movie at Christmas time because the setting <laughs> was absolutely stunning. Oh my in
1: gosh. Europe. And
2: I loved it, but the story and the acting was. Yeah, we was can't call it. We, we will what not say was, what though. show it was, yeah. what movie, but. Was it? But was I loved it that watching stunning? Those shows. And Ted, Ted Lasso, you
0: know? and It had like two sets. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. sorry, no, it sorry. didn't. There was a pub.
2: Okay, mm-hmm,
0: was the the pub in the castle, mom.
1: <laughs> pub in <laughs> the, the pub castle. The co-
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Kay. Moving on.
1: That's too specific. <laughs> too specific. So, did you think we helped Tanner at all with that conversation, with our perspective? I think
0: so. I think that's you insane. should go for it.
1: Yeah, the Thurman family thinks you should move Tanner. God.
0: hope that's right.
1: Yeah, tell your family if,
0: if you want to come join if you. If you, you come to. visit
1: <laughs> you. If or, they if they want to,
2: or at least go out for you never a, know. an extended visit, you know, go go get an Airbnb for a while. Who knows?
1: Yeah, try it yeah. out. But you know how that works, though. Tanner moves oh. there, finds the love of, of life, and you know, starts a family. Could be interesting.
0: And then moves. Is every that year how that works? That. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. not how it works for
1: me. <laughs> well, no, not yet. But that's what Tanner's. Projecting. That's not
0: how my story went. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's, it's a little... You're just taking your time, Maggie. You're taking your time waiting for the relationship to fall into your lap or... or. Uh, You're hopefully. not
2: even 20. You're not you, even you 20? You need to take time.
0: Live so. your life yeah. first. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: So have you been thinking about getting a Tesla?
0: <laughs> I have.
1: As you know, I've I, always been an advocate that you buy a Tesla.
0: Nice. Oh my god! I've been thinking about
1: this more lately, particularly because you're moving to a place that has Tesla chargers. You That's should...
0: free for the
2: first four hours. Oh. The first four hours of what, though? Of the day? Charging. F- forever? It's not like four hours... A month? I it's, think so. It's just four hours. The first four hours of the next 10 years you live here.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, you're asking a lot of questions.
1: <laughs> well, what I, I was going to suggest the car yet. is if you did get a Tesla, a Model Y would be the car you'd want, why? I think. Really? Rather, rather I was thinking Model
0: three. 3. Why Why? Because <laughs> the Y
1: is a little cuter. It's like a little scaled-down Model <laughs> X, and it has the hatchback. And if you're going to be keeping your rolling globe okay. in your car, it's not going to fit in the trunk. Oh. And so on a Model Three, you'd either have to put it in the back seat, or in the front passenger seat, and then you get no one could ride with you. You know.
0: Yeah, I agree. That. And makes then you sense. take
1: a turn to the right, and the ball rolls into your lap, and that's that's okay. not safe.
0: Okay. Well, here, Dad. What if when you're here, we buy? Uh, you go with me. Because sometimes people bamboozle me because I don't look like I know what i talk talking about. And a lot of the times I actually don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so what if you go with me and help me buy it?
1: Sure. I mean, I'll, I'll help you however you want me to help you.
0: Okay. How Mom. I, I know. That's really more my my <laughs> cup of tea. I'm, I'm the car buyer usually. Dad's didn't sound very convincing. Well, Mom, are you talking about you buying help a used buy car
1: or a new car?
0: I I could go used. I don't think I need a new one.
1: I don't know that there'll be a lot of Model Ys on the aftermarket. That's the problem.
0: Are they cheaper than threes? (laughs) This is something we should talk about off of the podcast. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Well, let's look at my... (laughs) (laughs) mind. bye. See you guys (laughs) next week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: I actually do think we're at the end of this podcast. We are. Oh my goodness. What a podcast. I don't want to be at the
1: end of this podcast. I really enjoyed you guys.
0: (laughs) 45 minutes.
1: But I'm going to miss you. (laughs) Until next week. You can
0: call us later. (laughs) Okay. All righty.
1: Well, to be continued, my friends.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I love you guys. Love Love you,
1: Maggie. We love you, everyone. Take care. Have a great week.
0: Bye. 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 Mom, yes. do you remember yesterday when I called you as I was going to my new place yes. and I started screaming on the phone because yes. I missed my turn four times and I said yes. I could no longer live there because I looked like a fool? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think the new solution is I just get a new car and change my hair and pretend I'm a different person. There you go. Because <laughs> I already signed the lease. Told me literally she can't move there. She can't live there because she, because she pulled in the
2: wrong. They way saw or me
1: something.
0: look stupid, Dad. They saw <laughs> me look you? so stupid. Who's everyone. You? I Who's everyone? so I tried to turn. Okay, I tried to turn right into the guest parking because I don't have my parking pass yet. And Makes sense. I tried to turn right but it was just a wall. She <laughs> <laughs> was like I can't live here. At least you
1: didn't complete the turn into the wall. That would have been I know. worse.